Hello there. Welcome to the Theory Crafting Podcast, your source of random deep thoughts on issues from anything under the sun. My name is Enrico Palma, and today's topic will be about the perception of anime today, and probably a good comparison between today's anime and probably 10 years ago, or even 20 years ago. So, to begin with, I would put up some life updates. I apologize first and foremost for not making an episode for the month of January, because probably we might say that since the last episode I posted was around December 17. So you might think, ah, probably December 25 and onwards. Uh, well, it's the holidays. There's, it's, it's really, really difficult to release a podcast when you're with your family. And the net in back home in Cebu is bad, so can't do anything about it. And for the month of January, I was busy doing other things. I, if I'm not mistaken, every week of January, I was... Not every week, every weekend of January, I was busy doing something else. So, which leads me to the month of February to make this episode. But I've been planning this episode ever since before. I just couldn't find the right material because... As what I mentioned in the previous episode that my, the next episode... I mean, this episode would be about anime. I wanted to use the Crunchyroll... Um, Crunchyroll Awards for 2018 as my news. So perhaps I could include it in the discussion. But I realized that the Crunchyroll Awards is still on February 16. And it's quite too long for me not to do not to publish an episode now since i have free time as of the moment so why not make an episode now and i could probably comment on that on another topic on another day or like another episode for that matter maybe not on the awards itself but on mm, probably values you can receive from anime or something because what I've been wanting to do in my different episodes that I've been planning of so far is that you there's a switch so first episode was about commuting it's like a societal problem second second episode was about nostalgia something cultural now it's something um it's like a geek culture thing it's still cultural but you want to appeal to like geeky things um probably fourth episode i would say now ahead of time fourth episode would be about video games fifth would be something about science um, sixth would be something like philosophical slash religious within that matter and then the cycle repeats from after the sixth so that means on the seventh it will be back on a societal problem and it continues 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 again because I've originally wanted to make this podcast tackle um, the things that seem seem normal but it could be thought-provoking. Like, again, commuting. It, it's, econo- it's a cultural... Uh, cultural. It's a social problem. Societal problem, sorry. That it encompasses different 
perspectives into play you can't solve it by just simply saying that oh we need to change our attitudes or be like the japanese for that matter be disciplined but how can you foster that sense of discipline without hitting it from a societal issue a societal approach i don't have the answers but i want to like discuss it probably with you the listener that maybe you have an answer i don't know you can just email me we can talk we can be my future guest i don't know anything happen but some issues that i want to talk about is that there has been a great change i've been observing since like grade school high school i mean as a kid you've always noticed that change is the only thing permanent in this world but as time progresses as time moves you begin to wonder how come events like these happen like i would say 10 years ago i didn't expect i mean 10 years ago i know china was a superpower but i did not expect in the 10 years that i've failed to notice that they've been improving yeah they've been improving greatly on the railroad systems aside from that they're also improving with their maglev trains to the fact that if you check when wendover w-e-n-d-o-v-e-r wendover productions either them or real engineering those two youtube channels yeah those are youtube channels between the two between the two one of them has a feature video on trains that china has the most number of high-speed trains magnetic levitation trains around the world not japan japan was the famous one with the shinkansen or the bullet train but over time china was able to produce more than japan and even somehow made one in africa see like where did you get these things these things seem so normal to us given our no given our um approach to society but some of these things could really be put into thought it's not it's not a call for action it doesn't need an immediate response it's just that again it's your, this podcast is your daily source of random deep thoughts it's it's more of like if you're looking for if you're bored and if you want to think something that's not what you're used to you can just listen to me and hopefully you learn a thing or two or you want to comment you want to get angry at again it just sparks thought that's what i've always wanted to do with this podcast and so going back i apologize for not making an episode for the whole month of january because i was busy doing things doing personal stuff personal life stuff at the same time i was trying to finish kh kingdom hearts before all the games before kingdom hearts 3 dropped unfortunately couldn't do so i um how do you say this i i'm still at birth by sleep I would roughly say midway of the challenge for Kingdom Hearts 3. And now, since I've bought it last week, Kingdom Hearts 3, my brother has been playing his first playthrough. I don't mind, but I just still want to play all the games first before I reach Kingdom Hearts 3 so that I can appreciate the battle system. Well, that's on my end. Um, 
um but i think that those are all the life events life updates i want to say so continue um we will have first the news so as for the news the the news i got for today will center on the seasonal anime actually not seasonal anime it's more of what anime to watch out for 2019 at the same time how a funny interesting news tidbit that you would be surprised about so first so first <clears throat> excuse me so first the seasonal releases um, for 2019 this year is solid anime for this year is really really good each of the seasons has one particularly strong anime that i would suggest you watch because i've been reading those and it's really really would be really good if i get if you get to see them on screen too well if not read i've been following them too so for the winter 2019 which starts from this january until um March. Yeah, March. Some notable suggestions I would say is Mob Psycho 100 Season 2. I haven't watched the first season, but I've heard it's really, really good. And according to my friend, who's a manga expert. Well, not really a manga expert. He's, he reads a lot of manga. And he's telling me Mob Psycho is really good. And if in case you're not in the know, Mob Psycho was created from the same people who made One Punch Man. And One Punch Man is technically, I would say, people love it. So, you might also love Mob Psycho. But it's a different story, so uh, whatever floats your boat. Second for this season would be Rising of the Shield Hero. My friend has been hyping me about this since last year, since 2018, September. Because he's been reading the light novels and he's been telling me it's really damn good, EJ, and you should really read it. So I tried to read it. I, 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 I lost track of it with the different anime I've been also, not anime, with the different manga I've been trying to read too. So here we are. I'm as clueless as you if, you be, if you're actually gonna watch Rising of the Shield Hero. But three episodes in, and it's not three. Four episodes in, and it's really good. Eh, how do you say this? It's different from other isekai manga or anime. Sorry, I'm using the two isekai anime. And if you're in case if you don't know, isekai means other world. So the genre of isekai is that you are transported into another world. Most notably, the famous isekai that you would probably heard hear of is Sword Art Online, but. I would argue it's not the first. The first isekai would be dot hacked. Yeah, dot hack. If you're not familiar, I think most gamers would understand because dot hack was the game back in the PS2 era, wherein you get to control. Um, I forgot his name. I think it's Van. No, but Van. I know Van's from Zoids, but I'm not so sure if Van's also the same name for dot hack. The first dot hack. Anyway, Dot Hack was a game based on an MMORPG that you eventually come into that world. So similarly, the Isekai genre was revived 
because Dot Hack was like what 2002, 2003 when it released first in Japan. So it took them probably, I would say, ten years, ten, eight years around that range to revive it again with Sword Art Online. And then you'd hear other good isekai titles like Log Horizon. It's a good one too. Um, Overlords also a good one. Coming from last season, that time I got reincarnated as a slime, it's also a good isekai. But here in this case, the shield hero, it's a good kind of isekai because it tells about the, uh, how do you say this, the underdog story, which not most isekai explore on. Because the idea of an isekai is normally, oh yeah, I forgot RE0, sorry to you fans, and sorry to you, sorry for those like, really really invested anime and you might suggest hey he didn't include RE0 and Konosuba I keep forgetting that too those then there's also one more I forgot its name because apparently within this year uh, they made a cartoonish parody not they made they're making one that's gonna be released I think in summer with four different isekais that are famous Overlord Konosuba um, RE0 and I forgot one more because these four it's a quartet Anyway, Shield Hero, good. It's really good. And from my other friend would say, good shit. So, there. What else? Promise Neverland. This is my personal best anime of the season. I I, am really, really hyped about this. And aside from being hyped, I really, really encourage you, read the manga. You can try to watch the anime first. The anime is... Probably it's a really for me, huh? I don't I don't mean to go against the subreddit. If you go to the subreddit, people would say, "Ah, oh, the anime sucks because there's so many details that missed out from the manga." And I would agree to some extent, but I would argue they need to do so. They, how would you say this? It's it's a little nitpicking. I'll just do it a bit on the side. Anime is different from manga. Manga is. If the manga is really godlike, it might not be fully translated into anime. Why? Look, for example, I'll take a classic example: Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal, Full Metal Alchemist was really godlike in the in the manga. So detailed. Arakawa, if I'm not mistaken, that's her name. The mangaka, the author of the series, was really, really detailed. As in one person could compare it she's Tolkien of the anime world when she wanted to animate it the reason behind why Brotherhood rebooted the series two years long simply because she was in control she wanted to make sure that the anime didn't miss a spot and that's admirably good I mean, it takes dedication to polish your craft like that. But if you don't have full control of that series, then you'd have to give way. In my case, I'm giving way to Promise Neverland. Because there's some panels within the manga that really, really show its goodness psychological horror. Yeah, that's the genre, by the way. Psychological horror in a weekly shonen anime. It's weekly shonen anime, yeah. Bet you don't find that anywhere else. So going back, I won't want. I don't want to spoil you furthermore, but I'm telling you, it's psychological horror, it's suspense, and later on it becomes survival. It's not re. It's not Resident Evil. 
It's not there's no zombies. But you'll find out if you watch it. See I'm hyping you there. Anyway, for me personal best winter season anime. Probably the last because I've been I mean my personal I I'm I'm actually watching six no five five and five anime this season currently. Um Slime Slime Yakusoku no Neverland or The Promised Neverland the Shield Hero oh there the fourth one Kaguya Sama my brother's this is my brother's recommendation he said it's really good he keeps telling me to read the manga even if we've been four episodes in and it's really comedy rom-com if a suggestion and it's fun my brother's into these kinds of things anyway so if it floats your boat it's Go for it, but to me, it's also a good refresher, because if you have horror on the other one side, it's good to have a comedy on the other side. Then last recommendation that I've been reading, it's not mine, it's my friend, my good friend's recommendation, Boogie Pop, because it's horror too, but to him, since it reeks of Karano Kyokai, his personal absolute best anime of all time to him, so. If if again if you're into the thing genre, I suggest you go for it. But to me, it's also it's been showing good signs too for me and my brother. So and then me and my brother has this has this experience of whatever that good friend of mine suggests. It's really really good. So go for it. That's for just winter. So I uh, know spring season. Two heavy hitters already enter the field. This early, One Punch Man season two, they the the arc will now focus on Garo. You will eventually find out now he's um, the mangaka, or one if I'm not mistaken. One was the mangaka, the author of the series. He's trying to create this certain character who would be the antithesis of um, Saitama, which which the whole arc, the whole season will revolve around. What else? Um, Attack on Titan again another staple whenever Attack on I, mean, I got into Attack on Titan because of the good music it was like it reminds me of Bleach somehow because Bleach back then it was cool with all all these other things sorry for bad music for funny sounding things but Bleach, you can feel the intensity in every note that they play, every action they do. Despite it, a v, despite it being a very bad plot type of anime and manga, it has it it excelled so well in the action part that currently One Piece fails at. <laughs> but that can be discussed later on in probably the discussion. Those two anime, I would recommend for spring season. I've been on the lookout for other spring season animes that are coming on April. But I don't know. For me, it's just those two. Summer comes in. This is another one of my hype anime that I want to watch. Dr. Stone. I'm a science major. Dr. Stone's about science. It rem- And then since, since Gintama has been the anime has been stopped it's let's last last season though last year this i would say if you're a fan of gintama this is the closest thing you can get to its funny stupid comedy 
Dr. Stone bridges comedy plus science and accuracy. I would definitely say. I'm a science major. I major in chemistry and material science. And so far, all the inventions that he's making in the stone world, because the plot revolves around... There's this recent weird wave of light. When it passes by, it turns everyone into stone, technically resetting the whole world into the Stone Age. Now, the protagonist has to find a way he can reverse it by being the first man to break from that stone stonification process and work his way through the whole Stone Age thing. So, in his adventures, it's technically like Civ. If you're familiar with Sid Meier's Civilization game... This is it. This is the anime that you've been looking for. And this is the this is like you're craving. At the same time, it has comedy. So it will bridge out the problems at ease. So that's for Summer. Although, if you're a fan of the Fate series as well, Summer is expected to be the release of Babylonia. I One of the reasons why I haven't posted an episode for the whole month of January because I was busy playing FGO or Fate Grand Order based on the Fate stay night series those things it's a very big hit in japan i got into it because of my close friends again and the art still's good that's why i'm still playing it until now there else that's for summer fall fall anime this is what everybody was disappointed at my hero academia or i would roughly say this is for me personally i would say poku no hero because it's, it, it sounds better now, for My Hero Academia, it was slated to be spring. That's where people lost their minds. At Imagine spring, Boko no Hero, One Punch Man, Attack on Titan, three heavy hitters immediately in that season. What a good day to be an anime fan. But they pushed it back. Studio Bones, for some weird reason, maybe they want to polish the quality because... This is where I'd hype you. If you're a fan of My Hero Academia, where well, I think most of the people are anyway, if they're into anime now. For me, this is the best arc in the series so far. When Mirio, I don't want to spoil, when Mirio and Deku team up against the villain, you, you can see the villain's face anyway. Technically, this is the best. For me, this is where Boku no Hero excelled at. It showed the sense of heroism in that certain arc. So, I hope that you'd be hyped about it the same way I'm gonna be waiting for it on fall. And so far, that's the only one announced in fall. Hopefully, in fall, they'd announce... Maybe probably next year's anime would be Noragami. Best thing ever. I've been reading the manga as well. But that can be another time. But again, another recommendation, Noragami. If you're into like anime, first two seasons are really good adaptations. Not I mean not in terms of accuracy, but at least they got the action right. They got the OP right. The OP sounds good. It's earwormy. And there. Probably the second part of the news I would not I want to say. Sorry for really rambling. Anime is one of the things that defined my life. So when you talk about news it's good. <laughs> anyway, the second part of the news would be something surprising. The game that I've been mentioning to you earlier, the mobile game, Fate Grand Order, apparently surpassed Fortnite in the most tweeted game in 2018, according to Twitter blog. The full list includes 
uh, number one, Fate Grand Order. Number two, Fortnite. Number three, Monster Strike, another Japanese mobile game. Number four, Splatoon. Number five, PUBG. Or Player Knowns Battlegrounds if you're into things. Um, number six, Grand Blue Fantasy, Japan's only known esport, that's in solely Japan. Uh, sub- number seven, Ensemble Stars. Number eight, Super Smash Bros. Number nine, Overwatch. And number ten, Final Fantasy. See? You never expect. It's the power of waifus, man. That's what we usually joke around. Because Fate Grand Order has really good art. It makes you want to say... Well, to most people, they would say, I want to waifu this person. Spend all my cash. Yeah. Me, I don't. Anyway. Um, to further explore the idea of that particular news there according to the twitter blog regions that tweeted the most in gaming for 2018 was number one japan no wonder fate grand order got first all the salt um i this can be discussed later on as i continue the topic discussion number two united states number three united kingdom number four france number five korea Number six, Spain. Number seven, Brazil. Number eight, Canada. Number nine, Mexico. And number ten, Germany. I would say the reason why these top ten are such simply because of the esports around these ten countries. Well, Japan, you can understand. Japan has been tweeting the most, Tokyo Game Show, and all these other games, so expected. United States also expected e3 and all these other conventions united kingdom again expected because united kingdom's like the th- it's like the third place to get games there's only i would roughly say that there's only th- <coughs> excuse me there's always three regions of games us asia uk for some weird reason and the rest are like up to whatever the game wishes to do so if they have like a particular um, language option France I think they got tweeted at number 4 because there are some esports that are held there probably CSGO 5 Korea it's lol mostly lol and Starcraft 6 Spain this is surprising I don't know why Spain got tweeted most Brazil is really really intense in Rainbow Six Siege it's a good game if you ask me no wonder Canada, TI-8, or the International 8 of the Dota 2 World Championship, happened there. Number 9, Mexico, surprising. 10, Germany, probably with ESL. ESL, Esports League, I think. I'm not sure, I'm not sure if that's the meaning. But ESL is like a esports... Um, how do I say this now? Esports event manager thing. So they usually host events. like They usually go for Hamburg. Germany so probably why they have lots of tweets and so that concludes a bit of ramblings and news so onward we will discuss about the random fact and quote of the day so welcome back to the fact and quotes of the day so today's fact will be around Osamu Tezuka, also known as the father of anime, who, interestingly, 
if you notice, this most remarkable work would be Astro Boy. I'm not so sure if you've heard of it, if you're a new fan of anime. But to us kids who grew up watching anime, Astro Boy was one of the first. It's really good quality. I haven't finished watching it. I've heard so many people saying it is really good. So there. Osama Tezuka, the author of Astro Boy, who was considered the father of anime, devised apparently his animation style from Bambi and Mickey Mouse to produce Astro Boy. Which explains somehow why Astro Boy's cheeks and Astro Boy's coloring was really, really good. It was really, really well polished. Perhaps because in his time, he grew up watching Bambi and Mickey Mouse for the first time. These things existed probably in the 1920s, 1930s, if I'm not mistaken. I know Mickey Mouse and Bambi were really old from Disney, as in when Walt Disney himself was still alive. And Osamu Tezuka became famous in the 1960s. By then, he was like around 30 years old or... I don't know. I'm not sure of the timelines anymore. But this fact, by the way, is from Mal, from MyAnimeList.com. At the same time, it was also part of their series called 10 Interesting Anime Facts You Didn't Know. Hope you learned something good now. Probably why Astro Boy... Actually, I would say Astro Boy paved the way for good quality animation in Japan. Because probably pre, before Astro Boy, before Osamu Tezuka came to being, there were probably, there was still animation. You would say it's also good, but it won't be the anime that you know today. You know today the art styles, the art directions, and all these cool things. Because Osamu Tezuka started it all. So for the quote of today's topic, it would be centered around Kenshin Himura. Maybe probably a familiar name to you. From Ruroni Kenshin, or in the Philippines localization, Samurai X. Just in the Meiji Kenkaku Romantan arc. Whatever you lose, you'll find it again. But what you throw away, you'll never get it back. So there, hopefully that quote might inspire you that, you know, this should, this is what I would insert a little bit segue towards the discussion of the main topic at hand, wherein the perception of anime, growing up watching Kenshin Himura, just probably a little segue, watching Kenshin Himura and Samurai X was good, was somewhat, not really life-changing, it had good morals because Kenshin wouldn't want to kill even though he was the battleside, the assassin who killed many people in town. So, there was a weird perception of anime before. It was just cartoons. Period. You don't learn from it. It's nothing nice about cartoons. It's just there. I mean, you'd understand from the people who are older than me. I'm already turning 25 this July. So, people older than me would say their cartoons was like Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes, um, Hanna-Barbera, Scooby-Doo, all these people. So, to them, cartoons is like it's just 
just passing by. You don't keep it in head. You don't keep it in mind. You don't learn from it. Whatever. But a nice quote was invented when Kenshin spoke it in Roroni Kenshin. So hopefully you'd understand that there is, seems to be this weird perception, this weird difference that how come anime today is regarded as the in? It's you, you're a loser if you don't watch anime. Ten years ago, you're a loser if you watch anime. What happened? And hopefully, I would bring to light what good perspectives it could be that we could focus on. So after that short break, today's discussion will center around the perception of anime today, where in perhaps I'll split into three parts. First part where we can discuss about the current state of anime, then, then a short break, then probably second to with problems with the past, and then another break, because these breaks are needed for you to process sometimes i find it funny that every time i talk about something i need to take a break to process things in because if you keep talking there are chances we're in the listener who might be too confused with too much information at hand so after that second break uh, the last part would focus on how to deal with these matters. Like, How do you reconcile the fact that the past is so different from today's perception of anime? So to begin with, I want to state first that anime today is cool. Especially to the younger generations. The, the children, not children, the people who are about at their teenagers this, this current Decade, I would say. Um, aside from the current decade, or those who are in like probably first year high school at this year, or for the past three years, I think, because anime for the past three years has been successful enough to give good quality and good examples of how the animation should be like which brings us to the point that today quality is king what i mean by that there are some people out there especially those youtubers because there are so many youtubers now that want to focus or single out some anime for bad quality good example would be Persona 5 Animation. I mean, if you don't play the game, if you haven't played the game, or or you have played the game, you might notice that A1 Studios, the production company behind... Um, behind... Uh, not, not just A1. It's A1 and Cloverworks. Both of them were the ones behind Persona 5 Animation. There are, I know some people who liked it despite not playing the game 
because it gave them an idea that, oh, this is how a Persona game should be like. But then there are some other people who says that the quality is shit, so bad, you can see weird images of Makoto in the background, which should not be, because if you've played the game, especially these people, they're coming from a from a perspective that they've played the game. The game is godlike. It's God sent. If you if you've seen the memes that the menu screen, the fighting every battle menu, it looks so good. The design looks so good. If you've played Smash Bros. Ultimate, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, I'm trying to remember the guy's name, the director. Um, I forgot his name, but the director of that game got inspiration of how he made the menus from Persona 5 to the fact that he petitioned Atlas himself, Atlas the company behind Persona, a Persona series, to put Joker, the main protagonist of Persona 5, into Smash Bros. Never, never has, never, no one has thought of that. That was released during... It's not released in E3. It was released during the Game Awards. Yeah. I remembered stating that in episode 1 or 2. Anyway. There. So, from that perspective, they see it's bad. But they don't need to rain on people's on other people's parade. That's the problem with the perception of anime today. Quality has to be so good... For it to be given praise. If it's bad or some scenes don't look good, they'll immediately shit on it. I mean, how do you say this? They'll immediately put it down. And that's the problem with today's um, current state. I mean, with so many loud voices around, the... the fandom, the collective people who liked a certain series or a particular interest, now clamor for something that's extreme. Again, I'll use Persona as a series because it's not that I'm I, it's not that I'm bitter about this fact, but it feels weird borrowing the g- close friend of mine's term. I've played Persona, the, he played Persona 3, that was his first entry point. He played Persona series because it was a niche thing and he loved it. That was, for him, that was the best JRPG of all time. We can't compete with him because everyone has their own best favorites. But, I agree. After playing 3, because he told me to play 3, then I played 4, then I played 5... It's a really, really good series. There are some hits and misses. It's just nitpicking from other people anyway. And sometimes Western reviewers don't appreciate JRPG. So if you're going to ask me who or who should I recommend you guys for a good YouTube review of a particular game, whether you buy it or not or something, I guess my best suggestion would be Go for Easy Allies. It's a YouTube channel of a bunch of people who love 
all kinds of games even if it's bad they find they find reasons to like it and that's why the reviews are not critical i mean yes it's good to be critical but other other uh how do i say this other publications have been doing it so they're the ones who stand out because they don't criticize that badly they acknowledge what's the best in each game despite it being bad the same way i have yet to see a reviewer who praised a very bad quality anime despite despite the notion and the norm today that quality is king a good example would be Violet Evergarden. Violet Evergarden is really, really good. It has really good qualities and stuff like that. But people have been nitpicking on it. I, I find that the plot of Violet Evergarden to be really good pacing. But some people online think that, oh, Violet's too robot. It reminds me of Full Metal, blah, blah, or or Saber from the Fate series. What? What? You don't need to compare that far. Treat each series as its own. The, the, for me, the current... This leads me to my second point. Current state of the anime today, the fandom becomes the... The opinions of people become truths to some, which is weird. Because there is a dichotomy now between a cool mainstream anime, like, Another example would be My Hero Academia versus the hipster niche, which is, I don't know, if you're a fan of Boogie Pop or mm, something niche. Overlord, but Overlord's now turning mainstream simply because they hyped it season one and people had started it, started leaving the fandom at season three <laughs> because they realized, oh, Season 1's ending was so badass. Imagine you're like a... Because, by the way, Overlord is a series that... It's another isekai. I think I've explained it earlier. But to give in depth, Overlord talks about um, a... I know he's a working man. A working man who is playing his final hours in an MMORPG. And he decided to spend his last few minutes with the guild. Next thing you know, he woke up. He's absorbed into the game. Another isekai, meaning other world. Transportation from one person to the other world. Now, in this case, Overlord differs from diff- from other isekai to the fact that Overlord, the the world around him revolves that around he has a guild and all of them in their guild are have endgame items, meaning they've already completed all raids against all these bosses, whatever. And his job, not really his job, his goal or solely motivation in this in that new world is to become an overlord. Become an evil overlord. That everyone should bow down to me because I'm too strong for everyone else. But the nice thing about this guy is that he's not a Ein's old gown that's his name in the game and in the series he's not he's not too playful he's not too uh, haughty because he never underestimates his opponents that's the cool thing but when people found out in season one he was fighting one of his own and he it was cool because like you get to see all these end games 
casting abilities because he's a magic caster. And then when you go to season two, like, what's this? And then season three, what's this? It's all talk. It's it's just plot development. That's the problem because there is a dichotomy between cool mainstream fighting anime fight people if you go online there has been a load and load of communities supporting jojo if not jojo my hero academia and only that and they have the gal the girl girl they have the girl to speak bad stuff bullshit stuff on those anime that are not that way which is weird really weird also, another thing, the third point, people have been on the hype train so much that it became hype shit, <laughs> in a sense. Um, classic example of this hype train would be Goblin Slayer, my a clo- the, clo- the same close friend of mine who keeps recommending anime to me. Has been telling me that oh Goblin Slayer is good. People are hyping about it and stuff like that. Because people are excited to know how will they develop the rape scene. Because indeed, it's it's R18. Goblin Slayer is supposed to be R18. I mean, it's not even... They don't show the boobs. They don't show the nipples, whatever. But, you know, again, it was too hyped that it became hype shit. In the sense that, uh, here's my definition of hype shit. It became too hyped. People were expecting it to be really good. And then when they saw it, instead of saying, instead of giving praises, they call it shit. Just because it goes against some SJWs, social justice warriors out there. Oh, rape, blah, blah, blah. It should not be on anime, whatever. Good thing for Boku no Hero. It's still the best thing. And then, there, which led to some anime uh, personalities online those who mentions that it's so weird the fandom today is so weird they put shit on good series like Goblin Slayer and recently Rising of the Shield Hero because it was fake rape and people still complained about it versus them the same people who would go for Bakugo X Deku or Bakugo X Todoroki let's go BL or Boys Love I don't know it's weird so the current state of anime I would say currently oh I'm repeating myself oh no it's 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 a new form of appeal probably I'm frustrated because I'm not part of this generation I see things I come from a different perspective. I come from a rich history of anime. I've seen different shows, different qualities. Even though if it's shit in quality, even if it it sounds bad on plot, I enjoyed it because I had fun. And similar to the YouTube reviewers I shared earlier, Easy Allies, they also have the same motivation. They don't care if a game, well in their case it's games, they don't care if a game is bad, Bad plot, bad setting, bad quality, bad mechanics, whatever. As long as, is it fun? And I hope people who are on the new hype train for anime, because it's so cool today, you have Elon Musk into anime as well. You have many different personalities into anime. Michael B. Jordan's into anime as well. So, it has to be with a caution. 
that in spite anime being cool it doesn't give you the license to put down other people's perception of anime and all ultimately when you watch new forms of anime the, f- the single most question that you'd have to ask is this fun am i enjoying it To deepen our understanding of why, for me, personally, I find that the perception of anime today has gone for the worse. At the same time, why the current state of anime is problematic. To give some context and background, I'm 24 years old and probably I would say... 18 years of my life I've been blessed by watching anime on my localized on lo- my local channel. First anime I've watched probably was Digimon. Digimon and Pokemon were roughly around the same time. I watched both of them and Digimon's always the better anime. If you ask me between the two. What else? Then after that was Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Flame of Rekka. And there were some the big ones before Naruto, because Naruto, I, I would argue later on, was the breakthrough anime to the world. So before Naruto, you have all these strange anime. But despite it being strange, it was still fun for me, because I had fun watching them. I'm not sure if you're familiar with series like Gensomada and Sayuki, or the sequel Sayuki Reload. What else? You also have Gatekeepers. Even though that's, that was my first harem anime of all time. I didn't know what a harem was. I just found it really funny that the main character was surrounded by all women except for like their driver or guard or something. I forgot this guy's name anyway. What else? Cooking Master Boy. That was one of the good things. That was way better than your Shokugeki no Soma. No offense on you guys, but I grew up watching that. It was fun. You have Rave. You also have some erratic ones like Zenki and Beat the Vandal Buster. You have Slam Dunk, Flame of Rekka, Roronic Kenshin, or the localized version here in the Philippines, Samurai X. You also have Yu Yu Hakusho. Localized version again was Ghost Fighter. Again, these the, the fact that I have all these things. Beyblade, I forgot. Beyblade, Crush Gear, Yu-Gi-Oh! These happened before Naruto came, mind you. But despite all these different contexts, that equipped me when the big three of Shonen Jump broke through the 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 barrier of globalization because if you think about it most of the shows probably in your early 2000s were centered around teen shows growing up iCarly you have Drake and Josh from Nickelodeon you also have different cartoon shows back then you have Shaolin Showdown Nota, this is our, this is all in the 2000s. I'm not including the 1990s. The 1990s were like Scooby-Doo. All those Hanna-Barbera 
um, Hanna Barbera cartoons. We do Jetsons, Flintstones, those people. Looney Tunes was also from the 1990s area. But when I say 2000s, I mean Kids Next Door. Um, I'm trying to remember Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Yeah, that one. You also have all these other things. All these other good shows. Powerpuff Girls was actually part. Then, then if you go to Disney Channel, you have like Totally Spies. Um, Static Shock. You also have these other things. And because of these different shows, and you know, back in the 2000s, if you've played a Civilizations game, and you're familiar with the interface, the number one dominating leader at that time frame was US. They had so much cultural influence on everybody that even I, who doesn't have cable at home, was able to know who Carly was, who Zack and Cody were before you watched Zack, if not mistaken. It was, it's Zack in Riverdale now. But yeah. See, I mean, it, it's, it's so weird. But because of Naruto, I would say, that broke that barrier. That gave the US people, the Americans, a sense of how anime should be like. Because here's the thing. The big three of the Shonen Jump series, Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, held particular strong themes and held particular, um, I would say, unique points to each, um, apart from different kinds of anime. Naruto essentially brought the Japanese culture through the image of ninjas yeah and there are different societies there to play so like a good a good fact did you know that your rock paper scissors or in the japanese junkenpon was based on animals and that's why the sanin chunade orochimaru and jiraiya were made because the, the slug the toad and the snake were all were just junk and pawn to them. What else, you have all the Sharingan, uh, mang, no, yeah, Mangenki Sharingan abilities. So Sanoo or um, Amaterasu and Chukyomi. These three are the three big three gods in Japan. In so you get to ab- appreciate the Japanese culture through the eyes of a ninja which made it really really fun growing up because the big three were four i was fortunate to be in my developing stage or my growth years when the big three happened second bleach bleach what most people would say their first uh, first reaction to it would be "Eh, it has a bad plot but despite its bad plot it had it was fun I had really fun times watching Bleach because Bleach was the only anime to me who started the fact that just one person standing still, showing how powerful he is, and you can feel that power of ne- power from the sc- from what from outside the screen. 
class example would be Kempachi. Search on YouTube. I forgot his name. I forgot his first name. But Kempachi Bleach. And you would understand what I mean. When he fights, it's always badass. It's always good. Maybe today, they have like Attack on Titan to look at the super hype and stuff like that. But it's different. Bleach was like the pinnacle of badassery and art direction, I would add. Because if you've noticed any episode of Bleach, I'm not so sure how many episodes they have in total, but I would roughly say 350. But all those 350 episodes, their title cards or their title, their numbered titles at every time, they would say Bleach and then number one, number two, whatever. They have beautiful art styles. It was so underrated just because people said, hey, it's a bad plot. It's not fun anymore. Come on. It was fun. You have to admit it. If you if you were a fan of Bleach back then, you went through the good times before you said the bad times. Lastly, One Piece for the, for the next big three. For the last of the big three. One Piece, I'm not sure because I, I haven't watched berserk i haven't read the manga i haven't read vinland saga as well because they said vinland saga is the next berserk and it's so good in world building both of them are good in world building but to me my entry point to understanding how a world develops was one piece one piece was so good in world building that they introduced ichiro oda the mangaka introduced one character chapter 50 comes back 600 chapters after Help the Straw Hats. It's so mesmerizing. I mean, uh, a classic example would be Laboon. Laboon, yeah, Laboon. Laboon the whale in One Piece. Luffy meets Laboon the whale, bumping his head so he could break a certain rock, I think. So he could meet his friend. Unknowingly, his friend that he wanted to meet was Brooke, Luffy's um, crewmate, eventually. And when they meet each other, it's 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 so amazing. I mean, he introduced one character, 200, and then 400 or 300 chapters later on, he introduces the best friend. Like, whoa, I don't know how you won't be mesmerized at the grand world building that he made. Damn. But because of these top big three, I would continue on. The world understood how anime should be like. That we can't, we have to dwindle less on the, how I would say the the shitty plot lines and stuff like that. And they there's a it began a certain need for um good quality making, both in themes, plot, uh not not both because both is two points not only in themes and plot but also in art direction art style and animation quality which to me was was not getting the point though if you've noticed i've enumerated different kinds of anime and despite all its bad the good times and the bad times i had fun with it and that was important. To continue further, after the big three started that era, a continuation of that era, it was Full Metal Alchemist. Well, brotherhood to those people if you're specific about the series, the anime series. 
who crystallized my idea of you know it, it, you know I fully understand by watching that anime what a good quality animation was and how the story was good and um the themes were really good I mean it was superb awesome that when it, it that became my standard of what a best anime of all time should be like but it did not ruin my idea of oh that's not best anime oh we shit on it we say bad things about it no it's it's different i, I don't know if it's a I'm still confused, actually. The reason why I just wanted to bring up this topic and discussion was that I'm coming from a perspective that the past anime way before... Oh, Get Backers was also a good anime before Naruto time. And even the Naruto time, they overshadowed good anime as well. They have Prince of Tennis was good. You also have Shaman King was also good. Uh, Shaman King was before... You also have Ice Shield 21 was good, but it got overshadowed by the Naruto Bleach One Piece hype train. You also have Katekyo Hitman Reborn, again, overshadowed by the big three. Even if all the, the past two series that I mentioned were from Tron and Jump, again, people just want the best. And then they released Dragon Ball GT, they also released Dragon Ball Kai, and then. I don't know. It, it blurred my understanding of how anime should be like. Because back then, even though... I, to give some physical and real-world context. Back then, you have almost everyone at your school. In my case, my school. Who... Who, sh- who looked down on anime? Because when you watch anime back then, like, especially when you're grade school and high school, well, in my case, you're not normal. <laughs> Which is weird. You're not normal. Because the normal... The, the word normal to them back then was, you play basketball, you say ball is life, you play basketball every lunchtime or after school, before you go home... And then you talk about basketball, who the all-stars are, who's going to win the season. And you make bets with other people, who's going to win the Western or the Eastern playoffs and stuff like that. And then you try to pretend you copy the moves. And another thing, back in grade school, I don't know if it's true among for you guys, but in my grade school, your social status was determined about what kind of rubber shoes you have yeah no joke people used to buy those air Dwayne wade air wades i don't know nike wade nike braun nike kobe whatever and if you had that in school you were awesome i don't know why it was weird that's why if i didn't like that perspective even if i'm a tall guy and people say no you should you you should be playing basketball whatever I don't because I don't. I'm. I mean, I. I'm. I'm. I'm neutral to basketball. I enjoy watching games. I enjoy the strategies behind it. I grew up watching Slam Dunk, so I understood how things work. But the thing is, is that they, on the other hand, 
when they see it's not normal like in my case i have a group of friends back in high school we used to have this club who eventually became the club responsible for the largest anime convention in cebu <laughs> i'm not part of that club i didn't join them actually i just i was just friends with the top um how would say this the top members of that club and then Ever since then, they always considered me VIP for some weird reason, and because of that, I've always I, I always support them because they've. It was like. It was a convention just only within the campus within the school, and eventually they realized that hey, we could target a larger market, and and now today, Cebu's biggest, conven- anime convention is. It's the one I joined in back in high school, and I was fan in grade school. Because my computer teacher back then was the one who started the very first convention. He was also tall. He was also athletic. But he wasn't into basketball that much. Because he said that anime back then, to he to him, one of his best anime of all time was Neon... Uh, Neon Evang... No, anyway. Uh, how do you say Evang... Excuse me. Evangelion. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, there. That's the right word. There. See, even to him, he told me when I was still little. I, I remember this suddenly. It was a complex anime that's just so good to watch and listen. You have so many philosophical themes that you could get from there. It's like, oh, okay. I, when I saw it first, it, and then it showed, it showed like the breast of the woman said, eh, no thanks, I won't watch it in grade school. But there, going back, because of his passion for this form of new animation series, he developed a certain community. And because of that certain community, we we had fun. We, we whenever someone introduces like, oh, here's Soul Eater, it's interesting. Oh, here's also uh other series in high school. Here's the world God only knows. It's it's amazing. We don't judge it. Because we're coming from a perspective that even if it's bad, as long as you have fun, it's okay. And that's where I that's where I don't fully grasp why why the current state of anime is that you, you have to look down on bad things. You don't pay them, they don't get money from you. Weird. So Probably I'd put like a short break or another transition. So then you can think about if you're like me who grew up watching anime and maybe you were, I don't know if you're enlightened by what I said earlier that the current state of anime is different from what it is back then. I don't know. Maybe just, just here's a short break. So for the last part, I want to focus on how to deal with these things. I think I've rambled a bit more than what I should have said in the previous segment. But in this case, um, I just want people to know my approach and how to make sense of why people think quality is king and bad things deserve to be um, 
broadcasted. I don't know, more like put on a stake or like John the Ark or something. I don't know. But to me, here's some weird suggestions that I thought of. One, you have to find that there are some anime that are amazing but yet poor quality. But yet have poor quality. Uh, how do I say this? There's some, a good example would be um, World Trigger. Definite recommend for me. If you watch, I mean, you don't, you can watch it, yes. You can understand why it's poor quality. No offense to Toei Animation, but they've been really, really, be, they've, they've been really producing bad stuff recently because they like to drag and you can notice it when you watch any episode of the current chapters uh, current episodes of one piece they love to drag you have five seconds of the character staring into nothing and then it's very evident in world trigger especially the start first 20 episodes i think they love to drag it's poor quality you can say because they like to drag and then aside from dragging they also want to I don't know the animation. Maybe the animator is not that skilled. But eventually, you'll find out that good thing, good thing, they changed it. Like season 2, there's season 3 in World Trigger. The, the quality improves a lot. Improved a lot. That's why... But actually, to me, after watching the first three episodes, I just jumped on the manga because... I don't know. Wrong. I read the manga first. That was my accidental find. To give some context, after the big three, uh, somehow ended their reign, their era. Because Naruto ended, Bleach already ended, One Piece is the only one that remained. To me, when I was growing up, I was always wanting to read or watch three things at the same time, minimum. It, it gives you perspective like how, what fun is it out there. Ever since Naruto ended, Bleach ended... But before they ended, Full Metal already ended. Uh, what else? The World God Only Knows also ended. Ice Shield ended. Hitman ended. Hitman Reborn, by the way, ended. I don't know. I was trying. I was struggling to find a nice piece of manga to read on, but I couldn't find one until I met my close friend, and then my close friend recommended me. Oh, just watch series like Fate Zero, Fate Stay Night. I just I didn't watch the original Fate series, the Fate Route. I watched the Unlimited Blades Route, Unlimited Blade Works Route. Uh, he also introduced me to Psychopaths. He also introduced me to Noragami, to. Nisekoi, Golden Time, and then we also I also found a group of friends there in college who were, who remind me back of my friends back in high school. We're just like we're we're geeks. We, you you can't how do you say this? You can't you can't remove that from you. We have a certain interest for something. You begin to appreciate na hey, I you can't you can't just take it off you can't pretend it's gone i come from a context that my dad loved star wars especially the original trilogy it's episodes four to six he usually influenced me to hey let's watch Star Wars together and ever since then i didn't i said i didn't regret 
you also influenced me to watch Star Trek. So I watched Star Trek from time to time. I watched all the current movies, the reboots, because he would always tell me Star Trek's really, really good edge. I was like, oh, okay. And those were like the pinnacle of geek, geekdom. I'm not sure if that's a word. Geekdom in the States. So how much more when, I, when we grew up, our form of geek was through Japanese animation or anime. And you can't t- t- take that away. And and that's why you have to understand that you have to have fun amidst the shit taste or the poor quality it presents to you. Because some anime some some anime are a, are a reflection of what has been happening in their studio or what has been happening in their uh, in the author's work or something. I would say Ashihara, the mangaka for World Trigger, forgot his first name, Ashihara, when he reported that he had a back pain, I mean, he had a backbone problem, a spinal problem, because in Japan, when they work, they really, really love to work and they don't stop. And mangakas or like creators of anime who do the sketching art always have to slouch because they were they're drawing the piece of art that they do they want to do when he when it was reported that he had a spinal problem you could evidently see the manga was going slow he was dragging it a bit the release came late instead of every week it became once per two weeks then once per month and then, boom, hiatus for two years. And thank God he's back. But again, that's why he couldn't live up to the expectations of Shonen Jump now weekly. He made it, he transferred into the monthly monthly jump series. Which isn't bad. But again, if you've seen poor quality, don't judge it immediately. Another thing, Phantoms have to have restraint you cannot i don't know with today's time and age but back then in forums i used to be part of loads of forums back in grade school when we loved naruto we'd say hey that was good we didn't care if it was i mean it's bad if you have filler arcs and filler storylines but you still had fun with it uh I if I I found it funny that they had they made a star village they made a um mountain dew village no not mountain dew the dew was in d e w dew village it's funny but I did I hate it no because I wanted more Naruto I wanted to live in my life imagine myself that I was in the ninja world. Having, uh, in my case back then, I wanted Earth Jutsus. So, there. Else. um, You have to understand, too, that you can be both cool and normal. Even though if you're a nerd, which seems derogatory. That's the good thing about today's current state. When you watch anime, you're perceived as cool perceived as whoa awesome and stuff like that but you have to realize that it doesn't give you again the license to put down other people's things at the same time you have to understand the people who are already there 
I'll give you example what do I mean. I have this, uh, my brother has this classmate was one of those normal kids that I talked about previously in the previous segment that who loves basketball, whatever. And he told um, my brother and I, because we I was close to my brother's friends and he was close to my friends as well. He told me and my brother that, you know, bleach sucks in front of our faces. Like, whoa, it was a big hit on my part. But what did I do? I said, hey, even if it sucks, I had fun with it. That's what I just said. And then, uh, amazingly, during the break, we met him again after going to mass in uh, going to mass in the Simbangabi series. In actually, we met him in Chowking when we were eating breakfast. But I've noticed him, a proud anti-anime activist, was actually playing Fate Grand Order on his phone. I'm surprised. Like, whoa there. Whoa. Aside from it being the most tweeted game on Twitter for 2018, surpassing Fortnite, but whoa. Fate Grand Order is a niche kind of community. You can't... It's not... It's not common. And... Will I hate him? Because he's been foul-mouthing me. And then I would talk to him the next time and say, Hey, told you so anime was fun. No, I don't. You have to understand that people can like it. People can change. Another point. There there are some anime that that are seemingly trivial. Like, hmm... Like the current season airing Kaguya-sama. It might seem trivial. Ha! Huh? It's just rom-com with funny anecdotes. But it has death. It makes you realize that, hey, that's the struggle of every dude trying to ask out a girl or something. Or the the Pakipot series and stuff like that. What other trivial things that have death? Ah, uh, hmm... Pop Team Epic for some weird reason. There has been some weird analysis out there that Pop Team Epic is the manifestation of memes gone real and how memes mean something else rather than just for fun and they bring context to it. Similarly, now that now that I mentioned memes, my brother often told me that memes, some memes are really good. Like, the country ball series because they they showed a certain depth of understanding even amidst it's just pictures of balls and countries and talking and joking around because according to my brother he learned about greece's financial problem in 2014 2013 around that time because of country ball he's just having fun reading the meme but apparently it's true so again there you have to reconcile the fact that Sometimes, even with triviality, there's death. And lastly, I would want to point out that there, that everybody has to have a shared common context. If you're coming from, like in my case, if I meet a new fan of like My Hero Academia and tells me that, oh, nothing can beat My Hero Academia in terms of shonenness and stuff like that, I would politely say, hey, have you watched previous anime? Like... Full Metal Alchemist or 
Naruto or Bleach or even older Flame of Rekka Roroni Kenshin instead of like judging someone who's new into the series don't be a gatekeeper don't be like those um another analogy would be don't be like those super diehard Star Wars fans actually my father's a gatekeeper for these things (laughs) but I'm not like him because he he keeps telling me that oh the original trilogy for episodes 4 to 6 were the best nothing can beat them I told him that I grew up with 1 to 3 and I had fun because there's so many memes from episodes 1 to 3 Jar Jar alone is a walking meme and then here comes a new generation of children growing up they watched episodes 7 to 9 do I say it's bad because they killed off Luke and Luke had uh, sorry spoilers by the way if you haven't watched The Last Jedi I apologize I've been ranting quite a lot but spoiler zone pause if you don't want to hear and skip it a bit whatever here we go Luke has no powers he revealed that it was his it was the the pride of the Jedi that they have so much powers and in the end he gave up all of it because he didn't want to use it because it it corrupts him and some people and from the diehard fans who are gatekeepers like my dad says oh why is luke why does luke have no powers what the heck is wrong with him he was the chosen one well to them he was the chosen one whatever and stuff like that to me i appreciated the the plot of the last jedi i would say long now the Force Awakens episode seven was somewhat of a ripoff from New Hope because I, I come from the perspective that huh, nothing can. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing can beat episodes one to three, but episodes one to three was fun to me. So I don't have really massive expectations on the future series, especially now with episode nine coming this year. Similarly, you should also do the same thing. Don't gatekeep when when someone new comes into the anime fandom. Like, hey, especially now, since I've since continuing what I mentioned earlier. Now I was looking for things to read. Actually, I read first My Hero Academia before I watched it on the anime. Also, World Trigger. Also, The Promised Neverland. Also, upcoming Doctor Stone because these series were. I would say trying to fill up my power vacuum of the big three. Because the big three to me were a big part of why I grew up this way. And finding new series is is something cool, something interesting to find out. And you don't keep it to yourself. If you have a sense of understanding of how new series could are just waiting there to be discovered, you share it. You don't keep it to yourself. You, it's always better. I mean, as I told my friend, sometimes the good things in life are better shared than kept. Even if you lose money, because again, commuting, you meet up with friends, eat with them together, whatever. Sharing is always better with people, especially with the good stuff. A funny story. 
I met up with friends the last weekend, and they're saying, "Oh, have you watched SSS Gridman?" I've heard it was good, but I haven't had the time to watch Gridman. But I countered recommend them. Hey, read Doctor Stone because my friends, the ones I met last weekend, were really into science. What did what happened? A week later, the other day, he messaged me out of the blue. Yo, Enrico, Doctor Stone's the shit. I'm so hyped for the anime. Like, whoa, see, I made his life change for the better because instead of because he was a fu- he was a superb Gundam fan and he told me before that he uh, how do you say this? Gundam, the quality of Gundam now somewhat fell off after Gundam Seed, Gundam Wing, and all the classic ones. So he was looking for something cool. He found it. He found a cool part in SSS Gridman. That's for SS, by the way. And then, not to bring down about his Gundam fantasy and stuff like that, I told him, that, hey, try reading Dr. Stone. You're into science. It's science. If you're, not, if you're into Gintama, it's like a good a good replacement for Gintama but it has science and it's accurate it's like oh okay give it a read two three days later he tells me it's the shit it's awesome he's super hyped for the upcoming summer anime so that's my recommendation to you the listener but see there to understand how do you say how do we make sense with today despite there's a seemingly difference between how people who are new, especially, tend to be so loud, tend to be so noisy, tend to be super opinionated, just because they want to say something that makes an impact. I understand. There there was a certain time in my life that I wanted to do so. I mean, especially with Naruto. I always told my friends, Naruto's the best. We played Naruto Arena for a reason. Even if it was a weird browser game of just people clicking, whatever. There. Because I was in that stage that I needed to be heard. Especially in your adolescence time. You needed to, you needed to be heard. You needed to be validated. And probably my solution or like my... Uh, advice to these people is that not to these people but to you who meets these people that maybe maybe instead of like prejudging like oh their enemy now is today is weird or or, or you feel insulted because they say that your enemy is bad and the best enemy to them is darling in the franks or erased and i agree erase is good but uh, to put it off the window put the question off the window erased would be in my top 10 list I can't say top 5 surely because there's also other good enemy in my top 5 but there erased to them was like the best enemy but they haven't heard of full metal alchemist they haven't heard of um they haven't heard of there the, the promised neverland or they haven't heard of psychopaths for that matter i mean it, it it it's different but to bridge the gap of this um of age gap especially cuz 
as you grow older, there's this weird saying, as you grow older, you get to be more grumpy. Don't. Try to be the cool kuya or the cool or the awesome ate. Yuck, by the way, if you're not from the Philippines, kuya means big bro, ate means big sis. Be that way. I mean, again, things, good things are better when shared than kept. So if you have any questions, comments, if you're interested to know what would be my top 10 anime of all time, you can leave me an email at Enrico Jesus. It's J. If, if you haven't met, if you're wondering now, oh, how come I don't reply with the Jesus? But you know, my, my grandpa was part Spanish. So Enrico Jesus, that's Jesus. Dot, uh, Enrico Jesus Palma at gmail.com. Or you can... I realize you can't message on Medium, by the way. <laughs> or you can follow me on Twitter and drop me a message there at twitter.com slash guy. Yeah, there. That's the best way because I wanted to bring you to Medium so I'm forced to write because I'm actually starting to write again. But I realized that you, there's no messaging function there in Medium. Uh, but anyway, there's a medium link in my Twitter profile anyway. But there, so that's twitter.com slash the sleepy guy. Or you can email me again at enricojesuspalma at gmail.com. If you have any questions, suggestions of the next topic, I think I forgot what my next topic is, but I'm sure my next episode would be science because I wanted to focus on more, especially. That here in the Philippines, we're, a vict- we're the victims now of anti-vaxxers. You thought two years ago, the US were saying, ha, no one can top us in anti-vaccinations. Here comes the Philippines. And I've already wrote something about it. Just a parting note. I've already wrote a special um, essay about science communication in the Philippines in my medium that's medium.com at sleepy chemist sleepy chemist you can find it there uh it's my own research and analysis of how why there's a weird prevailing culture in the philippines who believe in mysticism and fanaticism over um truthfulness and scientific research and critical thought maybe not maybe my next episode, I'm sure of this. I, it's not a maybe. Next episode will be a deepening to the, of that, a deepening further of that perspective. Not only limiting within vaccinations, because in that essay, I talked mostly about vaccinations, and then I ended it with Jeterium, that that myth of the Philippines. I want to approach it from another perspective. Again, scientific way, but... Um, perhaps in a learning perspective, because that was very critical. When you read that essay, you would say, "I, you would, you would hear me point out, oh, it's another fault, it's another fault, it's another problem." Me in the next episode of this podcast, I want to talk about how to bridge the gap, how to learn. Especially, I want to talk, I want to discuss of with. Especially, I want to discuss on 
the, my conversations with my mother because my mother was so fascinated na for her she feels like my scientific degree from college has been um useful has been earned has been achieved so there hopefully you guys have a nice day uh, whatever you're doing ever problems you're facing and if you ever happen to meet a anime fanatic chill relax and bridge the gap again the good things in life are better shared than kept have a nice day